Please listen carefully. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You now have all of our ratings. Uh, we'll be wrapping up this episode, but as a reminder, you can check us out on Twitter and on Instagram at EatsCast. Uh, we really want to know what you think, uh, what your rating was, because we were super into it. Uh, so thank you very much, and we'll see you at the next episode. Bye. Bye. What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister. My name is Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. Thank you for joining us for another episode. This time we are talking all about the Netflix original series, Dark. To provide a little bit of context, I finished watching this 30 minutes ago (laughs) because I knew we had this recording. (laughs) I had not watched any of it. So I'm coming in fresh. I'm coming in knowing all the details. Maybe, who's to say? I had to figure out a lot of stuff on my own. But Nat and Steph have both watched this a while ago. Um, if you haven't watched Dark, I think Steph has a rundown of it, which I don't know how you give a synopsis for this show I'm going to read what is on Google. After reading it right now, I think is the most clear we're probably ever going to get from here on out. So, when two children go missing in a small German town, its sinful past is exposed along with the double lives and fractured relationships that exist among four families as they search for the kids. The mystery drama series introduces an intricate puzzle filled with twists and includes a web of curious characters all of whom have a connection to the town's troubled history whether they know it or not the story includes supernatural elements that tie back to the same town in 1986 and not the only year dark represents the first german original series produced for netflix and it first was released in 2017 and I'd also argue, like, in 2017, it was not posed as if it would be supernatural. The trailer was very much, this is a murder mystery, and this is what you're going into. And so, because this is a show where you really don't want to know anything going into it, like, I'm very mm-hmm. glad I knew very little, but I did know some things from listening to Nat and Steph talk about it for the last, like, two years. Um, you want to know very little. So this episode is going to have quite a bit of, quite a few spoilers, But I think, why don't we give our ratings without saying anything about it first as like a recommendation to go and watch it, and then we'll go in and we'll talk about it. So if you haven't seen it, you can listen to literally five minutes of this episode, uh, and then you have to, you have to stop. I'm not going to allow you to continue to listen if you haven't watched it yet. Go watch it. It can take, it can take four days, like Christina did it in four days. Boom. I started on And then come back and finish the the episode, and now it's Saturday. Exactly. I'm impressed. Truly. (laughs) So... As coming in fresh off, I'm not going to lie, 10 out of 10. Did not expect to love it as much as I did at the start as I did at the end. I was worried you weren't going to like it at all. At the beginning, I was was like, what are these bitches making me watch? Like, it didn't seem, nothing but it seemed wild. I just didn't get the hype. And then I really did near the end. I was like, oh, this was good. It closed virtually every single open question. It was quite excellent. So 100%, 10 out of 10, you should definitely watch this show. I mean, I would give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> just, a, just a slight notch lower. I think there were some things that I... Mm-hmm. It's not so much I didn't enjoy. I just thought we're not done well. And there was just like a few things here and there that we'll definitely talk about. It, yeah, like there were just a few things here and there that I definitely um, thought could have been done better. But I can see how with the amount of time that they had to do them and like the amount of backstory that there was to get through it 
could be an issue, which totally made me forgive a lot of the things. But otherwise, 9 out of 10. I would say for me, that is why it's a 10 out of 10, because yes, there were some things, and I was messaging you the things I did not like, or the things that I felt were kind of like not given enough time. But there was so much going, what? (laughs) There was so much going on (laughs) that like, I can forgive those things because the things that needed to be done well were done very well. But I get what you're saying. Probably one of the few shows I've finished all the way. <laughs> True. In the, probably in the last ten years, this is probably and you, one you of watched the them on time, which is crazy. I, w- I watched it when it came out because it w- released in June and we're now in July. But I actually finished on time, which is impressive for me. I would give it the only thing. I think Christina, your viewing experience was different because you could watch it all the way through, and like mm. I had me and Nat had like years. I think like. Maybe three years waiting it was a long time yeah. and like given how complicated the storyline is i forget everything so every season i'm coming back i need to go and read all the recap articles and like the last season we'll get into it a few things annoyed me so i would give it a nine out of ten but yeah. overall had a great time loved every minute of it and now i want to wear a yellow raincoat the same <laughs> <laughs> so that concludes our spoiler free version Either way, it is a minimum of a 9 out of 10. You absolutely mm-hmm. should go out and you should watch it. Um, if, you, if you haven't, like, don't listen to this episode. It's going to be horrible because there's no way you're going to be able to enjoy the show if you know all of this information. Like, part of the joy is not knowing everything we're about to talk about. But then if you have, let's get into it. So I have just started, I had just started watching the show literally as of Wednesday in preparation for us recording this episode today. And when it started, and I don't watch trailers or anything like that for the most part, so I had no idea going into it. I did know that there was time travel stuff in this show because Nat and Steph had already said that there was. But the entire first episode, it's like a small town murder mystery where like a kid dies and because a kid dies, you find out that everyone else is cheating on everyone. And like, when you've seen that 11,000 times, like I get that three years ago, that might, that storyline might is maybe not as prominent as it is today. So I can give them that credit and say like, it's German. So maybe that's also not as common for television there as it is in like North American and um, even just British television. So maybe you wouldn't be so upset about it. But as this show was starting, I was like, all right, I guess I'm watching this now. Like, I was not seeing how there was value in it, especially not value to sit there and read subtitles because I wasn't going to listen to the dubbed version of this if I could avoid it. But the whole time, like, I don't care enough about what is happening in the show to be sitting here reading these subtitles. And then the time travel element comes in, and I can't even imagine how surprising that is for you two. Yeah, I watched it without knowing. (laughs) I just remember the first time I realized there was time travel. I was like, what did I just walk into? Because I was not expecting this. I was here for like maybe something that I'd get bored with within like a couple episodes because it like, I know you said like maybe it wasn't as common back then, but it still was like, it was like fresh off Broad Church. There was like mm-hmm. all this other shit that the Henning Mankell series or whatever in like the in Europe or whatever so like it was still very popular so I was watching this and I was like why and first I didn't start watching this show until somebody told me to watch it so it had already released on Netflix fully and I was like okay I guess I'll I'll watch this first season and I was like "Mm, I'm not going to be really into this as soon as I got to the time travel I was like oh 
I understand why they thought I would be into this show because insanity. <laughs> this show has like a cyclical way of bringing up the same storyline from the first season in the second season and the third season, which is kind of beautiful yeah. when you think about it. So yeah. like when you're doing it for the third time, you're like, <laughs> I already know like, what's going to happen. There is something about, because I, I love time travel stuff, but there is something about seeing the same scene from so many different point of views. Which yeah. makes me wonder how they filmed this show. I, my big question before we get too hard into it was always, how do you write something like this? I do know when they first made the first season, the biggest thing they said is, if we get renewed, we know this is going to be exactly three seasons. They had and said that from the outset. And that, you know what? That's another reason. 10 out of 10 for me, because that is how good shows work. You yes. know when to end. Of course, we're going to get into this, but three seasons, three seasons for a reason. And then when you look at that stupid Sigmundus logo, you, there's three curves and you're like, yes, of course. it's all connected guys. 33 years. I know it's so, it's like when you look, when you're like going back on it, you're like, you're such an idiot for not figuring out what was going on this whole yeah. time. But I have to say, that's one thing I really liked about this too, because it laid enough groundwork that surprising things weren't unbelievable, but doesn't give you so much information that you immediately know what's going to happen. Exactly. And God, I love that so much. Like, yeah. what good writing. Like, this is... Go ahead. Genuinely. I was going to say yesterday when you were, you literally were sending line after line after line on Instagram of guesses. And I'm like, you're getting there. I was laughing because this is exactly the frame of mind I think Steph yeah. and I had while we're watching. We're like, yeah. is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And it's so funny to go back and see all your wrong guesses and see the ones that were kind of maybe half right. I got, listen, some of them got close as fuck, okay? <laughs> they did. But that's was, the thing. Yeah. And that's one thing I will say too. Um, and this is a wild sentence, but I feel like I, I believe in this wholeheartedly. This show is what a TV version of Game of Thrones could have been. With really excellent writing, really well thought out, detailed universes and series of events and sequences, and a basis in science fiction fantasy, but a sort of reliance on characters and their actions and their desires to dictate what happens. And like, that was one thing for some reason that just kept coming up to me as the show was going on. Because again, Game of Thrones is another one where you're constantly trying to figure out like, oh, what's going to happen? Even if there's no time travel element, you're constantly trying to figure out like who's going to die and who's going to end up where and how this is all going to happen. And they ended up with a series that like just doesn't make sense. Like we end up somewhere mm -hmm. where everything that we got does not track to what we were supposed to have. So things feel like they came out of nowhere. In this show, I have to say, nothing felt like it came out of nowhere. It, for something that was so inherently unbelievable, there were lots of very believable moments, even though they made you so angry. I think the, ma the main thing you have to get over is the fact that you wouldn't recognize yourself older than yes. what you would be. Like, yeah. that's the one, yeah. the main sticking point for me was like, you would know that was you. But I, I have would you to be thinking that you would be seeing yourself? No. So I think they did a really good job of kind of matching people to their older and their younger selves like I thought there were there were parts where I was just like oh that really looks like that person and so like in that sense I was kind of able to make some connections there were some that like I definitely did not recognize and that's fine but like there were like little hints to who they were without me fully being like who is that again and I do think when you said that you had like that chart of characters if I had that it would have been so much better I did That's use a map, a tree, 
they had like a family tree of people yeah. that they had no no spoilers. So I would constantly, I would have that open on my phone while I'm watching, just be like, okay, that's who that person is. That's 100% what I was doing. So I sat there for all three seasons with the family tree. And at the end of every episode would look back at the family tree and see if I could understand what was going on <laughs> based on that. And I really enjoyed the work that it forced me to put into the show that like was not so much that it was extreme. Like I needed to Google other people's opinions to what was going on, but just enough that I had to genuinely like track who everyone was and what year we were in. I guess we should ask what was the best reveals of the whole series to you? There's so many. Uh, Okay. So my favorite reveals i guess we'll start with season one is when you find out that mikhail is jonas's father which they kind of lay the groundwork but you don't really figure it out until the end because uh, spoiler he dies and you don't actually see him interacting with jonas the season two reveal that i enjoyed the most is when you see the jonas jonas is the one who grabs mikhail and puts him into the cape from the future and you like the whole catalyst is him fucking stealing his father and putting him back into 1986 yeah which just so he can exist just so he can exist yeah. which shook me i was like i did not expect that yeah i think my favorite reveal out of all of them is definitely the biggest reveal i would say would be that like in this whole i mean we're probably going to get into this as well but like the whole concept is they're trying to find where to untangle this entanglement mm-hmm. <laughs> where they're trying to untangle this entanglement to make things right again but in reality much like any sort of like crazy like creation story it doesn't start with the two worlds that are having the issues it starts with the original which is like my favorite my favorite reveal of all time the original world oh so good and like it's the most obvious and easy i know point that something would go wrong and you like Basically, season one and two are just a whole mishmash of, like, so much chaos. And then you're like, oh, it's just the simple fucking thing causing and everything wrong. As a, yeah. like, that is not even brought up until the second to last episode. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, they wrapped all this up in two hours. In terms of reveals, one of my favorites is just, is Claudia. Like, it's not even the... Um, revelation of the third world it's that claudia is the one who figures it out and that she is the one that sets up the catalyst for actually finally breaking this chain and like destroying Mm -hmm. these worlds because i loved claudia as we were going through she is so smart she is such a like badass in comparison to everyone else in this town a boss (laughs) and like while jonas and uh ava at that point or 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 marta whatever are Marta Marta. are spending this whole time in stuck in the same cycles for their own children or for their own death or like whatever it is that they each individually want she swoops in at the end and is like actually I'm going to technically destroy you both so that my child can live Mm -hmm. and so I love that and the revelation that goes along with that I also really enjoyed was the revelation of Regina's father because the whole time I didn't understand why it was such a secret Except for I thought they were saying that Ulrich's father was the father of Regina. So that's that's what you're supposed to think. Yeah, Yeah. they're setting that up the whole Mm -hmm. time. And I was like, oh, for sure. That makes all the sense in the world. So when they lay it down that it's not him, that it was Doppler 
who was her father. And that's how all of this works because it means Regina can live. And because Regina can live, Claudia is able to come up with her plan that will eventually save her daughter who is technically removed from this entire mess. Also, it means Claudia exists, which I also love because Claudia is the best. (laughs) So that, even though it's like one of the final revelations, just the element of like actually the true hero of the story, if you want to give it to one, it's Claudia and bless her. And she goes away for a bit. Like you kind of forget about her because they don't bring her up. Maybe they're only focusing on her like 1980 I mean, it's because she's mostly traveling, right? Like there's only... Yeah, she's not in a couple episodes. What season did they kill her? Also, oh, and the part where she kills herself. So well done. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Everything with Claudia is just... So yes, yeah, because she's. Uh, to be fair, I think there's a part where you think she's gone, but it's because you don't know yet that her older self is her older self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think she's always at least a little bit there in the background. But there are a couple episodes where, like, what she's doing is not the main thing. Yeah, like I forget that she was there, basically. It, yeah, I love how she like played both sides essentially and was like, "All right, <laughs> like this is this is like my true end game," and like she had the best understanding of exactly what was going on the whole time and like when you get that reveal it's just like oh love you because from the moment the moment you meet her she's already this person who's in charge of a nuclear plant in like what the 60s or whatever was it the 70s 80s maybe Uh, it was the 80s 80s, and she was the first woman ever (laughs) yeah and i was just like okay okay into claudia already and then she immediately takes the whole thing seriously when she meets her older self and you're like shit (laughs) Like, what a good way. Oh, I just, it had to have been her. She, like, is the only one that could have figured it out, that could have broken the chain of, you You have to make your own choice. You can't keep falling into the same cycle that you're falling into over and over and over again. And the yeah. fact that Yo- uh, Jonas and Ava just keep doing it over and over, that's the one thing that, like, almost made me mad, because I understand why they were doing it. But, like, there's so many secrets that are being kept by them and so much misdirection that they themselves are causing mm-hmm. that, like, they're intentionally or unintentionally creating the situation that they're trying. A bigger entanglement. or thing. A bigger entanglement. Also, to provide some context for why we're going to continue talking about entanglement, y'all, in the greatest of coincidences, entanglement, for some, re- for some reason you may or may not be aware of, was Googled quite a bit yesterday. <laughs> And it worked out perfectly because literally as Will Smith and Jada Pinkett were at that red table talking about their entanglement that they literally called Jonas's and Ava's relationship a quantum entanglement in the show at the same time. I was like, this is, it's all all connected, guys. It's all connected. Our worlds are connected. Okay, but so the secrets that are getting kept from their own selves and then the other people, that's where it bogged down to me. And that's when I, that's why I didn't like season three as much as I liked the other seasons. Yeah, when you learn like how much they're keeping from their own selves, you'd be like, and they're like, and like everyone's lying to each other. And I'm like, that's when I, it lost me a bit. And like, I get it. They're like, oh, when you're like at my stage of like age or whatever, or future, I guess it's not even age. It's like future. They're like, you'll understand and you'll do the same thing. But the fact that like they were able to break through that said a lot, I think definitely. And then that revelation that like they could only really make significant changes where they weren't just creating the same ripple effect over and over and over again was in those moments where time was changing anyway. Like that, I guess like that siloed moment where they could make a, like a, like a split moment change. I loved that concept so much. Yes. 
that's what helped because I was getting so annoyed because I thought it was really going to be like a you to change the future you have to act like you don't know it like like I thought there was going to be some element of like you have to make the choice to actively go against what you want in order to stop this when they set it up to be like no literally no matter what you do this is literally always going to be how it is because it's just too late that's how this world exists Mm -hmm. except for that one second when the particle when it's like created um and the apocalypse happens in 20 in 2000 and 2050 at the same time that is the only moment where you can technically actually change what's going on like that helped for me not be less annoyed but understand why it was going on because i kept getting so fucking annoyed with Jonas or as adam because it was like fucking bro like you are the reason that you're so mad <laughs> like you have created the situation where you have this face you can stop it but you keep making it in order for you to stop it like it didn't make I sense to me. like you're like where you have this face yo okay that is one thing that i still take issue with that is like if i had to take this down to like a 9.8 it would be for this specific reason that i had to look at what they did to adam's face just or from time travel whatever. but also they, yeah they say it's from time travel but, but there are why? a fuck ton of other time travelers exactly why are you the yeah. only one that looks like shit but are you telling me that so he's he, so technically he's the one that's traveled the most out of everyone yeah. i don't martha would be the exact same because it's not because she's been using other people oh because she's in the other world yes but he's gone the farthest to have a let's say he's gone to three worlds compared to one and a half so maybe that's why he's all fucked up but the jonas that becomes adam has not gone to three worlds the jonas that becomes adam has just gone has he even been to the two he stays in his own he hasn't been to the other one because the jonas that goes to the second world is the jonas that has to to die that's the jonas that has to die so technically, the Jonas that gets super fucking old. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about Jonas dying? So, so I'm getting frustrated. I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, Jonas, just fucking kill yourself. He does. Not only does he try to kill himself, but then someone kills him. And, you're, and then the next episode, you're like, oh, he, didn't matter at all because he exists. His old version of himself exists. So he doesn't matter at all. And like that to me, I was like, fuck. That's when I saw that knot. And I'm like, I understand now. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Thinking about this show is hurting my brain because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to describe it. Even now, there's no way to talk about the show in any kind of sensical manner. Like, you can't start at the beginning. Yeah. No. The beginning is the end. The beginning is the end. <laughs> the beginning is the end. Does the beginning even exist? Technically, no. Not anymore. So, so good. And, like, I do really love time travel shit, but there's not, I, like, often it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard to write and everyone has their own rules and oftentimes those rules are nonsense. And like one of the most classic ones is like if you're going to be a time traveler you can't create paradoxes. So you cannot go back in time and be your own grandfather. And what I really liked about this show is like no, you can have two entire universes that are built off the concept of a paradox, but you can never be happy. Really, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think, like, what's really, like, if I had to, like, really, really describe the series with spoilers, obviously, it would be, it goes from what you think is going to be a murder mystery into time travel by the end of the first season. By the end of the second season, you're like, oh, alternate universes, cool, parallel worlds, whatever. And then by the third season, you're like, 
oh, never mind. None of these universes actually could exist. It's created through a paradox. And I love the power move and being like everything that you just watched technically was not real. Yes. Yes. And like, love to see it. Of course. (laughs) We gotta, we gotta talk about that ending because I think that's really what sealed my love for this show. Yeah. Bringing in the The final scene. Yeah. That final scene. I was like, fuck yes <laughs> i mean i just love that you're like at the end of the day the people that exist still are maybe six people yeah out of yeah. a cast an, of so many an entire town and it boils down to those six guys and like if we think about it all of those six people were fucked by the existence by everyone else like their yes. their lives were ruined basically in those parallel universes where it was just like well this person can't even be openly gay or, like, this person, well, I guess technically not gay. I guess they're pants. That's like, okay, that was one thing about, I don't, I want you to still have your thing, but I want to come back to that specific point afterwards, but still go through your stuff. But yeah, and then, like, the, the, the trans woman, um, Benny or Bernadette or whatever, basically in one world couldn't be trans because, like, they never transition. And I don't know if that's saying something about that universe or if it's saying something about how Benny was different in in either like it's it's really confusing that like intricacy and then hannah we all fucking hated her of course but somehow she was (laughs) she was better in the original universe because she didn't have ulrich being this fucking dick all over the place (laughs) and even like and i was kind of shocked that she she was so she's the one that's at the end see like she's left like untouched basically yeah yeah like i can never i can never understand her motivation to do the shit that she did yeah to like still i cannot even if you think about, like, Wooler, that police guy, he was totally trampled on through both universes. Like, he lost a fucking eye. He lost an arm. This guy could not get a break. And he was shat on so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and then in this original universe, you're like, oh, he's happy. Like, it's just, it's so weird and, like, kind of rectifying or, like, relieving to see that these people could have a good end and that they were fucked by the existence of those other universes. In particular, for me, were um, Betty and Katarina. So Katarina, because mm. she genuinely, was... she gets fucked on that whole show. Like, oh, for yeah. being a teenager and, like, having a mom who beats her and who, like, I understand the way they built it. And I do think they built motivations really well in the show that, like, even if you can't stand the mom for what she did, because you could see the mom when she's, like, what 12 years old getting at least her second abortion like you know that horrible things have happened in that mom's life that have led to her being like this even if you don't excuse it mm-hmm. and then so katarina has to go through that the first time she has sex with someone one it's ulrich girl have better taste <laughs> who because of hannah's actions it gets it gets called out that maybe it's rape and Ooh, so she forgot about to, that she basically has to tell everyone like no I, I willingly had sex with him for like my first time or whatever and so now the whole world knows about that she then goes on to marry Ulrich who cheats on her in multiple universes her trash. son her son goes missing or her daughter and her son go missing depending on which universe it is in like she just and then, and then her mother kills her in one universe oh, because God. she tries to save Ulrich because at the end of the day, she's like genuinely a very good person. Yeah. And like, I was so happy that she was just like happy at the end 
and just like on her own. Yeah. Having a great time. I love that for her. I I'm like, yes, we good. You have a great life. You deserve it. Yeah. And then for Benny or Bernadette, I, I honestly, the first whole season, I didn't even realize that they had a name because I don't think it's even said like it was only like at one point Benny is said and I'm like oh my god now we know because I was messaging Steph and I had to be like sex worker like I genuinely oh, right. don't know what her name is and in season one she is living in a trailer and is a sex worker but has transitioned but like is getting hormone drugs from like a 16 year old who is somehow getting them and drug dealing them for her so it's wild. Is that Francesca? The, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the second season, I think the second season, the suggestion they're going for is that she does not feel comfortable in this world transitioning somehow mm-hmm. because the only time you see her is as a pre-transition self at the church. Oh, you mean season having, three? Like, season three. Her in season yeah. three. Sorry, yes, sorry, sorry. Yes, her in season three, because she's barely in season two at all. And you know what? Peter is the priest in that one, so maybe... And they're chatting, and they're like... Yes! Yes, so I think that, one, I assumed that what it was was, like, there's a confessional element to it, that, like, Mm -hmm. she's trying to make that choice for what to do, and then you do finally get a glimpse of her at the end. She's transitioned. She's with Peter, who they imply in the first season from the Jonas universe that they were together there as well, but couldn't be together long-term because of everything that was going on in that universe. So I was so happy that this side character who didn't get a lot of airtime, but did get shit on quite a bit, got to be happy and was removed from everything. But I was also very upset that there isn't a lot of screen time and that these are all assumptions that we have to make about this character. And like, I recognize that because she's not part of the main family nonsense is why she gets to be there at the end. But I just want more. And also, I did take issue with the concept of, like, Peter and gayness. Because they don't spend any time on them, you don't actually know. Because uh, his wife, Charlotte, uses it to be like, well, a year ago, I found out that you were gay. And then you find out that he slept with Benny. But Benny is transitioned. So there's no, there's no, like... Um, intricacy or like in-depth enough or anything to sort of ask like what like what is it here like are you saying he's gay because you're being a dick and you're saying that Benny is a man and that's what it must be is Peter gay or is it that Benny is a woman or is it just that it's Benny and maybe he is gay but for Benny he doesn't mind like I'm wondering I'm wondering all those things but wait I mean, I'd want to revisit exactly what that word in German for being gay is. I'd probably want to see if there maybe isn't a variation. I think, like, part of it might come from translation. Like, I can't ever be sure if they just mean gay or if they actually mean, like, bi or pan or something else. Like, I don't know because I don't know German. Um, And from what I've noticed for Netflix, this is more of, like, a technical aspect. Their translations are fucking shit. So, like, and I've noticed that in, like, Indian movies. I've noticed that in Korean. I've noticed that in the Japanese. The translations are not right for the most part. Sometimes they, like, generalize things or they say too much where they should be saying less. So, I like, I hesitate because I feel like there either might be a translation issue there or 
they just again like you said they they were too too coward i would say to investigate exactly what it means because i do think to me he's probably more pan than anything but they just never define it so i think that the language thing is a great point. Like, that's super fair. It could totally be that just, like, German is more complex. We do know that they have a million words for lots of different things. Um, It also feels equally possible that it's just, like, not, and it was just bad because the world kind of sucks. And it seems also super reasonable that even in writing this, this, like, these two people could have written something that was a little bit offensive in that regard. But I would even say a bigger issue is because they don't spend any time on these characters, I don't even feel like you can necessarily say it's likely that Peter is Pan because really the context you see him with regards to sexuality is so minimal. And it's a shame when that element is given to this one and only queer couple in a series of many, many, many couples um just or I guess there is that the second queer couple which is the two women from the 1950s but even then like you just see so little of them and their their relationship and those two characters are very important they're catalysts for things as well so that I think just made me like a little bit frustrated overall and I almost wish if you were going to do what you were going to do with Benny like be like to this extent don't be cowards like if you're going to introduce a character like Benny do it well give it the like time and respect Um, that a story like that deserves, that she deserves as a character. That was my biggest issue because it was the only time where I kind of felt removed from the show and Mm -hmm. was annoyed at something that was going on. Whereas everything else that sometimes bothered me was very much a part of the show, ended up being answered. So like that was the one where like, you know, when you watch TV and you kind of like hold your breath because you're waiting for that thing that's going to bother you. Every time Benny was on screen, I was like, what are you going to do here? Like, how are you going to fuck this up? But it does leave a lot of suggestions for what might have been happening with Betty and Peter that I think are interesting. Like, how does Benny's life change if Peter is a priest and Peter is the person that Benny goes to to talk through things with transitioning? Did Benny decide to transition because Peter was her therapist? Like, Mm -hmm. those are things that, like, man, I wish I knew. Um, Yeah, it was definitely more interesting in that. And then I'm wondering, like, in the original world, like, what made it different as well? Like, Peter seems to be a therapist in the original world as well. He doesn't look like a priest. At at least I don't think he is. So you were the one that told me he was a therapist, because admittedly, I couldn't remember if he even had a job. So I went with you, because I only know that in the second world, he's a priest, because it's a job with a uniform. (laughs) Yeah, the only reason I know is because... I looked up a lot of the characters in the wiki after and then I ended up going on to Peter Doppler's page and I was like oh yeah he's a therapist and I was like I don't remember seeing him do any therapy but like maybe they talked about that at some point also while while you were talking I did google there are no German words for pansexual or bisexual so (laughs) I have a feeling it's a generalization and that may be where it lies um the only words are like the english versions so they would have to specifically say by or but then there's even that additional question like is he even any of those things benny is a woman that's true and maybe just like like, a super nuanced way of being like yeah trans women are women and i would fucking love that i doubt that it was considering (laughs) they refer to him as gay I know, I know. It's just, I mean, it's not them, though. It's his wife doing it derogatory. Yeah, but I'm sorry. When you don't do that with any other follow-up, 
you are the voice of the character in that moment. Like when you don't actively put in the nuance, then no, you have to assume the voice of the character in that moment. Mm -hmm. So without, I'm not going to give benefit of the doubt without anything to show me that there's benefit of the doubt to be given, even though I am very, very happy that at the end we did get to see Benny and she was with Peter. And like, I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad that they had like a whole like meant for each other in every universe thing. Like it was cute. I just would have loved a little bit more screen time for them, but I am willing to, again, I don't want to give benefit of the doubt, but I get, holy shit, a lot was going on in the show. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, And also because, like, Benny isn't one of those, like, main entanglements, we will call it. Which, it's it's a catch-22, because that not being a main entanglement is the exact reason why she gets to live, but also why you don't see a lot of her. And I'm like, but I want to. The only thing, okay, the only thing, nothing gives me a boner more than when you go into a different universe and you see how one tiny change affects everyone's lives and how everything, tiny minuscule thing can be different, such as... Katarina divorces Ulrich in the second universe uh, because he cheats on her with Hannah. And then he, again, cheats on her again with Charlotte, which, Peter's going to cheat. Peter's going to cheat. He's trash. So I wanted to know what the third world looked like and how their lives ended up. Because, like, literally half the cast is gone. And, like, what are your lives look like now? What are you guys doing? Is Claudia still alive? We don't know. Yeah, there are really small things left over. Like, I would love to know more about Regina mm-hmm. because her husband is not part of the original family. So arguably, he might be in Winden, even if they're not together. So I would have loved to know what was going on there. Like, Regina had the most similar life, I think, because she st- had the same parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved to see more from that. And yeah, I am. It was interesting that they were like, oh, in absence of all other men, it turns out that Hannah is meant to be with Wooler. Never got a chance before because Ulrich was sucking up all the energy in the room for every lady. <laughs> His dick is dude, that powerful. <laughs> don't, there is one thing about all TV where we're like, when there's one dude and everybody's into him, I'm like, but why? It's true. Like, why? Even when Charlotte was into him, I was just like, why? She could do so much better. But I did think in the first season, I'm like, those two would hook up because they're partners in crime. Yeah, like in the first season for sure. But like in the third season, I was like, this is too late for this. We already know she can do better. (laughs) 100%. And also, Ulrich is a terrible cop. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about defunding the police. (laughs) All cops are bastards. All, all media that we have watched recently has just been reaffirming that cops are bad at their jobs and they shouldn't be doing that. This and Unsolved Mysteries in particular were just a tour of the world that no cop in any country is doing it properly. So get rid of them. <laughs> like, it is bonkers. Like, like, the kind of shit he does with evidence. He just like, well, this... <laughs> This, he just stuffs it in his pocket and walks away, travels through time. I was like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Like, he's terrible at his job. He just, first of all, he beats up, like, somebody he's supposed to interrogate. And then he, like, goes and finds he Beats him, a child. Stalks him in another world. <laughs> like, it's just like, calm the fuck down, Ulrich. This man truly looked at a small child and was like, I'm going to fucking kill you so that my small child can live. 
Meanwhile. But he doesn't know exactly. that his child is dead. His small child is just missing. Although I, I like, yes, he knows his brother is dead. But still. But like his baby. reaction, his reaction to his brother, his brother's body appearing. And he's like, it's not him. intact. Yeah. Perfectly intact from the age of like whatever age he was, like five, Nine. six, whatever. Not sure, whatever. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> At least 10. And like seeing that body, he's just like, oh shit. He's like, I'm going to come for this man because he clearly took my brother. And it's just like, I mean, he clearly took my child. And you're just like, what is going on in your head? I mean, he was right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but he's a horrible cop and person. <laughs> he's insane. I mean, there was that touching moment in season two when he reunites, when Ulrich, who's like 60, 70, reunites with uh, Mikhail. And they're like sitting together on a patio. Oh, yeah. Like that was gen. I was genuinely touched by that. I much preferred uh, super old Ulrich, who had been in an asylum for. <laughs> yeah. an that's what, that's of what years. he gets for being trash, locked yeah. away with no one knowing who he is. That was, and that leads to another point because the that was such an impressive casting mm-hmm. for like all the various stages of Ulrich. But that was one thing with the show when it started. I had the family tree up because I was like, all these fucking white people look the exact same and arguably i am very bad at telling the difference between people in things anyway i'm usually not paying enough attention to be like oh that's this character oh that's this one so i really heavily rely on hairstyles so this whole series i was like i'm not gonna know them what i did not anticipate is by the end of the season there could be a genuine legitimate reason that in this one show all of these white people did in fact look the same yes all fucking related to each other and i was like oh snap okay <laughs> that's so true like all these white people look the same but it makes sense yeah they are all each other's great-grandparents <laughs> i mean i guess we have to talk about the incest now <laughs> yes so it's incest because- time at no point in time and this at no point in time is the closest relation to marta and Jonas not that they are aunt and nephew at no point in time is that an untrue sentence. As in, like, it never gets undone. Therefore, they're always still obsessed with each other, even though they know what they are. Yes. Together. Yes. But also, like, even in the different worlds, because there's no Jonas in that world, and even if there was, he's they'd still be related. Still he's still she technically, still or yeah, she's still technically his aunt. So at no point, and that's just the closest relationship. That's not even counting the fact that they're also themselves and each other's great, great, great grandparents. Yep. So Love like, that. I like when you're like person in this show, except for the six left at the end, were in some kind of incest. And you know how they tell you, so like they give you clues that when someone is too closely related, there's going to be a genetic defect. So you have someone that's deaf, and then you have someone with a yep. cleft lip, and I'm like. When you see the first man, the the three, the threesome of the guy with the cleft lip, yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Why does he have that? And then I'm like, oh, of course he's Jonas and Marta's kid because that was my clue with the cleft yeah. lip. And what also are they the, trying to say about the fact that Also the fact that they <laughs> kept him unnamed. I was like, oh, for sure he's their kid. That's, that's what like really tipped me off. And that was like early on too. Like I was just like, oh, there's somehow he's going to be related to the two of them together and i was like he's either gonna be a grandkid or a kid by the time he's introduced he's one of the only not missing pieces because arguably there's a lot of things that still need to be answered but he's one of the only ones who doesn't have a clear parentage Mm -hmm. i think everyone else you kind of know the majority of the parentage even if you don't know the great 
Yeah. Like how even, that like relates. Even Noah, who like is shown earlier on as employing this nameless person, you're just like, oh, well now I know who he is. But like this guy remains like completely mysterious. You're like, well now also the casting for him, also very excellent. He was very creepy. <laughs> I was like each version of him yeah each version of him you're like what the fuck is up with this guy and like anytime he whipped up the fucking wire with his arm like his hands I was just like (gasps) what a guy what a guy considering they're all very unknown actors they were all I felt very good I know and at one point was I like that's bad acting never yeah yeah like like, I know I was distracted because I was reading (laughs) Also, maybe maybe when you're reading, it doesn't actually, I don't know. I'm like, even the children were, like, really good. Mikhail in particular, like, how much had to happen with Mikhail and everything that he was doing, particularly once he's back in 1986 and he is um, with Inez. Oh, yeah. Like, all of that was very well done. You mm-hmm. could tell that they tried to show him less because he's age- he's grown up since the first season and he doesn't look exactly the same. And you can tell you're like, oh, he hit puberty and they're trying to cover it with this hood. Okay, I was trying to figure that out because I was like, oh, is he older in <laughs> Martha's World for Martha's World for some reason? And then it was like, no, this is just he really because he I just was like, grew. Yeah, I think he's he, like a onesie. Like I assume he's wearing the same pajamas he was wearing in season one, but like he clearly went from like twelve to fourteen. Yeah. And they don't fit his <laughs> legs fully. Yeah, there's like a moment where I was like, who is this guy? And I was like, oh yeah. Oh, there is one of my favorite scenes in terms of the like, I think it's even back in season one of the like inception things that are going on, is that it's season one or season two, it's when they're having the party. Rick and Katarina are having a party at their place um, after the beach day and uh, Mikhail is sick and so Katarina takes him upstairs away from the party and puts him in bed and he's oh, like and really snuggle. snuggle. Yeah, they snuggle but then at the same time Ulrich and Hannah are fucking mm. and it's just this moment of like even though yes, it's their son, Katarina is in bed with Hannah's husband and Hannah is in bed with Katarina's husband. Yeah, I didn't even put that together. So fucking crazy. You know who was really great to look at? I talked about this before, but Agnes, oh, what a beautiful woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, everything she wore. Yes, the lady in red. That's why I love the, like, I feel like some people would be, like, annoyed by going back in time to, like, 1930s, 1920s. I don't remember what it was. But, like, I love that because you get to see all the cool costumes. (laughs) I had to be, like, well aware of how far back sometimes that they went because I was, like, they specifically skipped World War II. Yep. (laughs) And I was, like, that was on purpose. (laughs) So I did. I was interested in that as well because I also noticed that we went from the 50s to the 20s. (laughs) Um, Especially because the 20s for me... I'm so used to seeing North American 20s and, and like British 20s, which is a very like, it's often in very rich and flashy ways. So their version of the 20s threw me. I thought it was like the 19, yeah. I thought it was like the 1800s or something. Same. But it just wasn't. It was just a small town in the 1920s. So I appreciated that. But I also found out in like being interested in them very purposely skipping over that whole time period was that apparently in Germany, there are very specific laws about how you have to portray that time period. And I would imagine just like not having any other information, it's probably 
because Germany is very much like about acknowledging what happened mm-hmm. that they probably are very I assume those laws are about not glorifying that period and being very like overt of these are the symbols you can use and you can't this is how you talk about it this is how you don't and I can see how dark would be like that's not quite what we're telling yeah. so we will just 33 year gaps guys 1950 <laughs> the 20s 1920s the 1880s <laughs> But that was the first thing that I was like, okay, we can't talk about World War II, yeah. World War II. <laughs> we're gonna, it's gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start from uh, outside that. Okay, so these people on Instagram, Jonas, Jonas and Martha have a, almost a million subscribers each. Damn. Subscribers? Subscribers, followers. followers. Oh, Too much YouTube terminology. <laughs> Sorry. Also, did you guys notice that Jonas is shorter than uh, Martha? I only yes, I did notice. They noticed that in the third season. <laughs> and then I was like, get it. And then I was like, ew. <laughs> because it's because we're two people that are in love with each other. They don't spend that much time together until the very end. True. Like when I mean, they're standing like, across from each other, I was like, oh. That's the thing that got me. Like, I very much understand that you're building a situation where, like, they're meant for each other. It's the stars. It's the the knot. It's the time continuum. Like, it's in the entanglement. It's all these things. But, like, you fell in love with her when you were, like, 16. And now you're arguably in your 90s. And you're still hung up. And, like, you had all the women from the 2050 from 2020 from the 2000s from 1980 to 90 like you could go to any time period that you wanted to meet any woman that you needed to and you and martha were like this is it Mm -hmm. so technically if they never liked each other let's say they got into a big fight and never want to see each other again it would have been fine the whole world just would stop existing yeah it would have stopped existing no no, because they need to have a kid for that kid to make the people uh, to make them. It's true. It's true. Bootstrap <laughs> paradox. All oh, connected. Okay, now I keep thinking to like Claudia's Claudia's mom's Doris, right? Yes. Yeah. So I keep thinking, did Doris ever end up having like a lesbian entanglement? If Agnes doesn't exist in the original world, that makes me oh. sad. <laughs> but no, Agnes would exist in the original world it's her kid that wouldn't exist no she doesn't exist in the no dark. sorry you're right because Agnes. never mind i'm wrong i'm wrong because agnes is noah's sister um so maybe she just found another hot brunette lady let's hope let's just hope i choose to believe it in the, the version of the world where like in the 1950s she was like we're getting a divorce that was the lady that knew what she wanted that's true that's true yeah i just remember like that whole scene happening and i was like yep this is what i came for <laughs> thank you check mark more of it please (laughs) it's during the amount of times we had to watch uh an aunt and nephew fuck (laughs) agree give us more (laughs) what a ride we've been on i've been it was three universes (laughs) it's true and there was even a point where so right after marta dies and then the second marta comes in Mm -hmm. i almost got mad because i was like the time travel was enough why are you introducing the concept of a like at that point i was like a parallel dimension like i loved it are you gonna be able to do this well and they did it and i was like okay i really like it but then they introduced the not the concept of the third world but the the fact that there are two dimensions each with their own parallel universes and i was like do you need to make it this complicated though is it is this necessary even though i got very excited by the concept of the time remnants or whatever Mm -hmm. people whose existence is purely to die 
so that other versions of themselves don't die. Like, I was here for that. But then as everything started to really unfold in the last two episodes, I was like, no, yeah, this was good. Great job. Can you give me, this is what I would like, oh, like a whole other show just about the third world. The original ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, just give me a season. I just want to see how things turn up in the end. Does she have a boy? Does she name him jo- Jonas? I do love that even in the origin, they were like, man, wind didn't sucks, but we're still here. Yeah. Also, did you notice how different the house looked in the original world? Like, it was, like, very cozy. There was a lot of shit going on in there. I was like, oh. I wondered if the house was a little bit more of, like, because clearly the two houses were in- inversions of each other. Yeah. It- one to two so i wonder if that house is almost more of like a, a combo a combo of both Ooh, that's yeah. a theory i like that see every visually i was always into this show because yeah because even the house had its own personality every time they would mm-hmm. do like a shot of the house or whenever Jonas would look up at that fucking beam <laughs> and i was like why are you looking at the beam today the one thing I loved in particular even though it doesn't make logical sense that it's like this way but it it was a very good like visual representation is that um the houses are literally inverse of each other so the direction of the stairs is the opposite Mm -hmm. in Marta's world than it is in Jonas's world and like her bed is on the right side when his was on the left side and like those little pieces um and even the way that they sort of played with how hannah's bedroom was now katarina's bedroom and why does it look slightly different and then how ulrich and hannah's bedroom has the same bed as it did in the Jonas's world but it had different wallpaper and it had different positioning when it was ulrich and hannah's room like i thought all of that was very interesting but at one point before really like getting into this is basically a world where Martha is Jonas uh, in terms of his storyline, I was like, why would Hannah and Ulrich live in a house that was big enough to fit all these fucking people when it was Ulrich and Katarina and their three whole ass kids house? And why would Katarina and her three kids end up in a house that was only big enough for two people? But that does not matter. That was just a thing where I was like, y'all are cramped. Yeah. Also, like, like your thing where Marta is Jonas. Jonas in her Jonas. world. Jonas. In Eve's world. Um, obviously, like, the biggest indication of that is when she's wearing the yellow jacket, which is yeah. Our, yeah. back to our conversation about the yellow jacket. And I was just, like, watching her. And I was like, what's the story behind this yellow jacket now? <laughs> I need to know How who did bought you it. Get it? <laughs> it was just good it really every time i had a question of like but what about this they really did tie it up and they didn't make me wait 90 years to tie it up like even like the characters you think are like kind of unimportant like bartos oh but he's like and he like he's actually very important because his children fuck up everything else (laughs) and you're just like oh shit like i knew you were gonna come in at some point because you're being shot on all the time also Yes. When he like truly comes back in and his like da- daughter is Sil- Sil- Sylvia? No. Silga. Silga. And you're just like, oh shit. See? Oh. They were showing this, I think, as they were also sort of revealing that like literally no matter what you do, this is always going to happen, which for a time I was annoyed by, but as I understood how the world was building, I was a little bit more fine. I was fine with it. And near the end, I'm like totally cool. But what was interesting was Bartage's face as the children exist like realizing in the moment like the moment that is yeah the moment that silga 
gives birth and is like, I want to name him Heno, who is Noah, and him realizing, oh shit, my kid is yeah. that guy. And then when she gives birth to Agnes, and then he's like, oh god damn it, my daughter is also that girl. But also he's sad because he loves Silga and now she's dead. And like, but then also the fact that Silga was Hannah's kid with the Egon, like all of those things. The proudest moment I had in this entire show was when figuring out that the the three one man had to be Jonas's and Marta's kid, and then realizing what that meant. Like I literally had mm. the family thing up and I went, okay, if that's true, then that means that he is Tronte's father, which then means, and like going through the whole thing and realizing how it came back to them. I was very proud of the work that, the brain work that it took to put into getting there, but I did it. (laughs) And you know how Martha and Bartos dated for a bit? That was her great, great grandfather or something. So like, you can never get away from the incest. Oh yeah. Every single couple in that world is incest in some shape or form. And I guess, like, the point of the show is, like, you have to be paying attention, you have to be thinking, you have to, like, put the clues together, they're not going to spell it out for you, so you have to be a critical thinker to watch the show, and I appreciate that, because they're not spoon-feeding you the answer Mm -hmm. all the time. I agree, they really gave you just the right amount of information. And, like, even if you miss it, like, minor things, other people are going to pick it up, and then you're going to read it in review, so it all comes together. Not this review. This was not a helpful review for anybody. This was just a man. So just let's just talk talking about, about it. <laughs> this is us really, really like discussing all the things that drove us like, crazy. Like, here's my second Magnus and French Francisca. Like, uh, did we need them? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we did need them. I didn't know why I had to watch them. Like, fuck. Yeah. You know, I like Several it was such times. a random. Yeah, exactly. It happens a couple Several times. times. <laughs> or like again, I understand that it was like a a difference between the worlds. Where like in Jonas's world, they're not together yet, but mm-hmm. in Martha's world, they are. But like the mm-hmm. fact that on the like day that they go to the beach, she's just hanging out topless in the pool, staring at him dead. Or like no, first she's naked, pretending to be drowned, and then he oh, waltzes yeah. in, and he's like, "Holy shit, are you dead?" And then she's like, "What? No, I'm fine." And then they literally just stare at each other for a while while she's completely topless. And they have the most awkward conversation ever. But then, and I'm realizing this as I'm saying it now, in the next world where she is deaf and communicates purely through sign language, they have a much better communication and relationship in that one. That's true. Also, the show's very romantic. Does that mean Jonas is a cockblock? <laughs> I mean, we knew that from the beginning. He's got it all over his face. You can tell. Even though older version of him was very much like, you need to go have a kid. Go to this world. <laughs> that it was just it was just wild. But yeah, as I was talking about that, I'm realizing that's an aspect. And Wait. one part that I really thought was cool is that, so they're at the beach. And I am glad that I watched this all at once. I definitely yeah. may not have enjoyed the show as much if I had to wait a full year. Watching it right back to back was good, even if I do wish I had a little bit more time to like sit with a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but so in the beach day, they talk about the myth of the drown lady, and at the time, it just sounds like oh a thing my god, would- See? exactly. I forgot that happened. Yep. So they they're at the beach day, 
and they're like fucking around with each other and magnus is like haven't you ever heard the story of the drowned lady at the lake and they treat it very much as like a random thing that every small town has like every town has the myth of like you know there's a body in there someone went missing that stuff is just pretty standard but then you get into season three and you realize I forgot Katarina is murdered by her mother her mother wraps her up and ties her and drops uh. her in that lake Katarina is the drowned woman in the lake. Do they ever find her body then? I mean, I they might have, but they, they probably wouldn't even did. know who she was because yeah. she died before she existed. They set up that thing where her necklace is on the ground as if it's going to be found and then they never... Yo, they did find the necklace. They found yeah. the necklace at the beach day. Oh, right! That's oh my the God. necklace! <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> This is why you need to recap before you watch things like three. That's why we should have watched this in one go. Yeah. Watching it all in one go, guys, like, especially because that scene, too, where the pendant is dragged is in the opening credits. Shit. Yeah. I completely oh, forgot about that. I was on it. Um, I was wondering why Katarina had to die, but now I understand. That pendant had to get to somewhere. Yeah. And that's oh. how it happened. This is a tangled web. Oh, I know. It's one wild a lot, lot, guys. I'm gonna say I missed a lot because I can't. I couldn't remember what happened between. Yeah, I think like these like little things that you're bringing up now. I'm just like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. Like it just never occurred to me because I could not remember. Yeah, because when you watch a show three years apart, why are you gonna remember their random beach day and that that was the day that they found this pendant? that you thought was meaningless that turns out is the most important like one of the most important things to this whole universe this makes the show even smarter than i thought it was that's what i'm saying <laughs> 10 out of 10 y'all every like every minor detail is accounted for which is when i come back to i am so impressed with it. how do you even write a show like this they must because have done they must have written all three seasons in one go yeah oh they yeah had to have but what's interesting is you can't even write it linear like, you can't write it in a linear way to make sure it makes sense. You have to write it. So the fact that they were able to do that, but then also make sure that no matter where they were in the storyline, all the right things were lining up. Like, oh, just the quality, the attention to detail. It's almost worth the work you had to do to pay attention to the show. Oh, yeah. It 100% was. Did. Yeah. The payoff yeah. is there. Like, yes. you know when you reach the ending of a show and you're like, eh, it was fine? No. This one, you're like, fuck yeah. Right, conclusion, guys. Let's conclude this. The final question. Is Jonas and Martha wrong? <laughs> we're not wrong for each other? What's the final yes. one? Are we yes, wrong for each other? Correct. No, they think that they're... We belong no, they, together. They think that they're perfect for each other, but inherently, the concept of them is wrong. Yeah, I don't know how you conclude this, other than, like... You need to go watch it. it. The beginning is the end. Thank you guys so much for listening. You now have all of our ratings. Uh, we'll be wrapping up this episode, but as a reminder, you can check us out on Twitter and on Instagram at EatsCast. Uh, we really want to know what you think, uh, what your rating was, because we were super into it. Uh, so thank you very much, and we'll see you at the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.